Hey, this is Sarah Marie, and you're listening to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Here, we study the Word of God in an effort to get to know Him more deeply so we can worship Him more authentically. Hey there, Sarah Marie here again. God bless you today and every day, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. In this episode today, we're going to be talking about a concept that I've been sharing a bit about in my social media channels and in my email newsletter, and it has really been resonating with a lot of people, myself included. You see, there are things that we know in our hearts to be true, but God likes to bring them back to memory and reignite the fire of that truth in our lives. We often say and know that God inhabits the praises of his people. After all, it says so in Psalm 22. It says, but you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you delivered them. And that's Psalm 22, verses three to four. But what does that really mean? God is enthroned in the midst of our worship. When we lift up our authentic praise to the Father and exalt his name above everything else, God's kingdom is established right where we are. The dictionary defines enthrone as to seat or put in a place to indicate authority and to indicate value. So quite literally, when we offer praise and worship, the presence of Jehovah God is seated in the midst of that holy place. And we are indicating that it is the great I am who has all authority, who is the sovereign ruler, and he is worthy of all honor and glory in that place. You know, Jesus did instruct us to pray this way as well. Matthew 6, 9 through 10 says, in this manner, therefore pray, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus desires for the kingdom of God to be established on the earth, just like it is in heaven. And how do we start? By exalting the name of God. Jesus said, hallowed be your name, directing it to the father. This is the first thing that Jesus instructs when he's teaching the disciples how to pray. He says, you got to start off with worship. In order for the kingdom of God to be established where you are, in order for everything else that you're going to ask me for to be in alignment with the will of God, then first we need to put God enthroned. We need to enthrone him where you are. So we need to start with our worship. We are to begin our prayers with worship. We are to saturate our prayers with worship. They're not two different things, worship and prayer, and two things we do at two different times. No, they are to be one. And Jesus said, this is the first thing that I need you to do when you are going to address yourself to God. 
We are to greatly revere and honor the name of God as holy and as worthy to be praised. You see, when you and I make that decision to praise God first, our worship enthrones God and it dethrones everything else. I'm going to say that again. Worship enthrones God and it dethrones everything else. As I remind my heart and mind that God is my savior, my healer, that God is my protector, that God is my deliverer, and so much more through the words that we sing and we pray, we put God back into the rightful place in our lives. Those idols that you had before that you didn't even realize were there, they're going to start coming crashing down. Because you're no longer going to feel inclined to trust in man. You're no longer going to trust in money or career or anything else. You will become refocused and realigned with the will of God. My faith that the almighty God has everything in his sovereign control will become renewed. So that's why it's so important for us to keep on praising and to keep trusting, even in the midst of great trials and tribulations, even in the midst of frustrations, that we are to establish the kingdom of God in our lives, that we need to say, Jesus, please come and rule as the king of my heart. And as I do that, Lord, I'm going to watch. I'm going to stay and watch and see how you're going to deliver me because I know that your kingdom, your presence is enthroned while I stand here and worship you. So I'm going to stand here and worship you while you go out and fight my battle for me and I will be surrounded in your perfect peace. Because you know what else what happens when we maintain that attitude of worship? Let's read Psalms chapter nine, verses one through three. And it says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O most high. When my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. So do you see the correlation? It says that our enemies will fall and perish at his presence. When someone tries to come against you after you've just spent your time praising him, telling of his marvelous works, being glad and rejoicing in him, singing praises to the most high God, and the enemy tries to come while you're worshiping, those will fall and perish at his presence. If my praise, if our praise establishes the kingdom of God right here in the midst of where I am releasing my worship, then no attack of the enemy can prosper. My worship, it summons the presence of God to surround me and not only fill me with peace, but protect me from the adversary. It, I've said it before, and I will say it again. Worship is our warfare. Praise is a supernatural weapon and we need to unite it with our prayers because this is truly how we fight and most importantly, how we overcome our battles. You know, let's look at an example. 
In the book of Exodus, after Moses and the Israelites crossed over the Red Sea, they worshiped the Lord with a new song. It says in um, Exodus chapter 15, verses one through six, it says, then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke saying, I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider, he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army, he has cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. You see, we know that the presence of God was with the people of Israel. And so therefore, in his presence, the army, Pharaoh's army that tried to come against him was completely demolished, cast into the sea, sinking to the bottom like a stone. They were dashed into pieces. Moses releases a song of praise to God for his saving presence, for his rescue, for the protection, and for the establishment of his people. Please, we cannot miss the connection between our worship and spiritual strength. I mean, Moses says, the Lord is my strength and my song. And now he's become my salvation. Oh, that's so good. My strength and my song. And now he has become my salvation. King David says in Psalm 18.3, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. I will call upon God. I will worship him because he's worthy to be praised. And as I do that, I will be saved from my enemies. This is what King David is telling us. This is what the Lord is reminding you today. The scriptures give us so much evidence over and over again that we fight our battles through maintaining a posture of praise. So I encourage you, friend, today, let out a hallelujah today instead of a complaint and take the opportunity to confuse the enemy today. When the enemy throws fiery darts at us, he's expecting us to get frustrated. He's expecting us to get distracted and discouraged. He expected the Israelite army to feel trapped and scared. But the enemy didn't realize that the God of deliverance already had a plan. They needed only to stand and watch as God would work the miracle. So today, don't give the enemy what he wants. Don't get frustrated. Don't get distracted. Don't be discouraged. Don't give up. Praise God anyway. He is enthroned in the midst of your worship. The enemy's plans against you will disintegrate in the glory of his presence. For the Lord is your strength. He's your song and he's your salvation.
If you're local to Eastern Pennsylvania, or if you don't mind traveling a bit, come join the Soul of Worship ministry at one of our upcoming outdoor worship and prayer events. Our goal is to bring a revival of hope, love, and unity that can only come from God. Now come out and bring the whole family and make us sound with us. We have events coming up on Friday, July 2nd, Saturday, August 28th, and Saturday, October 2nd. For all of the information and to download the flyers, you can visit soulofworship.com forward slash events. Once again, that's soulofworship.com forward slash events. We'll see you there. Are you walking through a season of barrenness? Do you need to stir up spiritual growth in your life? In worship, are you making a sound? Author Sarah Marie Popolo shares praise and worship that will transform your walk with the Lord. You'll gain new insight into the powerful tool God has given you in worship. Walk through this 12-week Bible study and learn how to use your voice to declare God's promises over your life and watch your desert flourish into a garden of praise and triumph. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv. All right, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to follow the Soul of Worship Ministry on Instagram and Facebook and join the email newsletter so you never miss out on new Bible study resources and live Bible study and worship events. Find it all on www.soulofworship.com. Until next time, keep on praising.